This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. I'm so excited to be here live at Collision, the number one web tech conference in the world. I don't know how many years I've been here, Michael, but uh, I have Michael Lee, he's an amazing content creator, but the reason I want to know him is this is Entrepreneurs, The Playbook, and entrepreneurs come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and ages. And I am completely inspired by young entrepreneurs who understand their essence and how to monetize that and build a business around their essence. Definitely. Uh, so the first question I have is, what inspired you to get started at such a young age? Is it inherently in your nature or has it been the nurture? Um, it's been, a, I think it's been a, bo a little bit of both. I, I got it from my family. My, my mom and dad, they both were business owners. And I always kind of felt like I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know what it was yet. And then that's when I kind of, you know, started going on social media and I started seeing these people making a career out of their passion. And that's where I was like, why can't I have the best of both worlds? So I, I started dancing in 2012 and by 2015, I was a professional choreographer. And that's when I started to like take a step into social media and became one of social media's first dancers. Yeah, one of the best and first dancers, which is super cool. Now, my kids are entrepreneurial. Obviously, I'm entrepreneurial. Yeah. Um, and I asked them, and I'm gonna ask you the same question. Was there any time watching the life of an entrepreneur that you said, F this, that looks way too hard, way too painful? Never. I, I think that um, there was a lot of like, quotes or different speeches from like other you know successful actors and like people that I looked up to that they were kind of just like saying like Jim Carrey for example like I would rather you know try at something that I love and fail at it than doing something I don't love where I could still fail at that you know so I'd rather try at something that I can you know actually enjoy and be successful with opposed to not even trying at all so yeah and so dancing obviously is one of your inherent passions. So I talk about people have quantum nature and that's why you know we walk by a certain food at the fair and we're like, oh my God, that looks delicious. And the guy next to us is like, dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> and neither of you have ever tried it. Yeah. And that's what dance or sport or music, whatever people are into, I believe it's quantum in your nature. And then we pursue what we have the highest potential of and the highest basement for, at what point did you realize, man, everything around dance and choreography I love? It was literally the first day. Yeah. I, I was kind of a timid and shy guy, and the first day I, I took a dance class or a dance lesson, I saw how much it, I improved in just that short amount of time, and it kind of gave me like my first sense of self-confidence, self-love, towards myself and I wanted to explore that more and the more that I kind of indulged myself in that culture of dance I, f I started to figure out who I was as a person and and that really you know that spoke with me and one of the problems or issues that entrepreneurs have and I do and coach a lot of very high-level entrepreneurs and executives is they can never overachieve their own self-image and so as much as they'll try and not mind failing, they're constantly limiting themselves. And looking at your career at such a young age, there's certain people that just don't have that inherently of like, oh, I'll just be a choreographer, right? I'll just 
be one of the world's greatest dancers, content creators, entrepreneurs, and yet, how old are you now? 23. <laughs> exactly, and you're still not limiting yourself. What do you think that mindset difference is of people, no matter what level they are, have some sort of cap on their dream compared to their actions? Um, I mean, I think every I, I think every playbook is different. I, I, I feel that as long as you're happy doing what you're doing, I don't put a timeline on anything. And for kind of where I'm at right now, I know that my risks are gonna get higher as I get older. So might as well take the risk now because you know, I, I, I don't want to have a life of regret and I don't want to go based off of that because I know that that could be very fearful. It's so funny you say that because in my mid-30s, you know, I lost over $100 million, went bankrupt. I was running the most notable sports agency in the world, married to my dream girl, three daughters and a pregnant wife. And people were freaking out around me. But since I've been young, I was a millionaire nine months out of law school. Since I've been young, it was the same way. It's like, if I'm gonna screw this up, I wanna have plenty of time to learn from my screw up so I can even be better. Definitely. And I think my confidence when I lost everything was more terrifying to my wife than me, than me losing everything. <laughs> because it scared her that I could have that great vision. Um, for you, if I took away everything you had, not your skills and your knowledge or your desire, but yeah. if I took away all the economic gain, all the followers, all the ambassadors, all the fame, all your money, would you have that type of confidence? Definitely. I don't think that your values based off of only what you've done, but it's 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 in yourself, you know? Like, I, I'm a big believer that um, when I first started social media, I said to myself, I was like, I'm going to make it. I just have to continue pushing, 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 and it's eventually going to work out. I think having the belief in yourself is going to play out in the long term because no one's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. And I kind of always had that mindset. And I think that even to this day, like even if things change and I feel like I'm not, say, as successful as I was a year or two ago, I think that if I shift my focus and I have this new belief or this new passion of mine I want to push for, then even if it takes three to four years, there's no time limit on it. You know, I, I, I'm going to just kind of push through that. You know what I find extraordinary about you that I didn't have when I was your age, even though I had financial success, um, is your idea about time, especially considering you know, a lot of what you do is in social media, just like a lot of what I do, but I see so many people, especially your age in social media, wanting instant gratification. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to be a part of you or your perspective from the time you were young I mean, not that you're not young now. I would say I've had, I think I, I actually went through it in the last two years because okay. I, 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 you know, in the, in the first five years of social media, I was, I was a gradual grower. I, I kind of focused on my craft, you know, didn't pay too much attention to it. But then I, I had my major shot of success in 2019 when TikTok really pushed out and my life completely changed from that. And I think having it shoot up so much and like, having an environment change so fast around me, like I kind of started making that the expectation. And then now kind of coming down from that high and now like looking at reality, because obviously things change so fast. I think I, I, I had to go through that myself for me to really learn what it really meant. Because I feel like 
you can tell someone as much knowledge, but I think until they actually go through it themselves, that's when they kind of truly understand it. And that's where I feel like I've, I've gone through that. And that's, so I wouldn't say I was, uh, I was like always like that, but I definitely learned faster knowing that behind in the background. One of the other things you do well is you seem to know what you want today, at least in a trajectory of what you think you want in the future. Definitely. I'm curious, I have another step to that, which is who you can help and who can help you. Yeah. How much of who you can help and who can help you has defined your journey so far? I, massively. I mean, like my next, my next chapter in life is to really change how the dance world is looked at and give more opportunities to the dancers that are, are a part of it because I've been there, I've been a part of how successful you can become as a dancer and I've seen through my friends and my peers and I've realized that there's something that has to change with it and you know, to be able to make a monumental change in, in a world that has completely changed my life is like kind of like now my purpose of what I wanna do for the next you know, five, 10, 20 years of my life. And what platform do you consume the most content on yourself? Now it's YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah. And what type of content do you consume? I consume, um, <laughs> I consume a lot of tech AI videos. Yeah, right on, me too. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of news videos I watch and then storytelling. No I love dance. storytelling. Dancing, I, I watch less of that on YouTube. I'm trying to bring that onto YouTube. But uh, I think when it comes to dance, I, it's more on the TikTok and the short form platforms. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of now on where I'm, I'm focusing on my own craft now, opposed to too much others. Was there any um, choreographers or dancers that inspired you when you were young? Did you see like a musical, a movie, a TV show that oh, like flipped your lid? 100%, yeah, like the top top people that I can really say is like Keone Madrid. He's like amazing. Yeah. The Kinjas, Jabberwockies. Um, the Jabberwockies, right all on. All of these different groups. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're Asian descent. They, they, they're yeah. people that I looked to and I was like, they're doing it. I can do it. They look like, you know, like it, I had that resonation with them. And um, it, it really inspired me to just kind of keep pushing. And now you're cognizant of the fact that there's some 10 year old right now watching you thinking man i can do it does I, that put I pressure on that. you no i don't think there's ever any pressure i think that we're all we all make mistakes we all kind of like go through our own thing and i think that living in fear also hinders so i kind of like you know i stay true to myself i i feel like i have a good moral system behind me now that yeah. i'm like you know I'm, I'm not making bad decisions or whatnot so I don't have really much fear of that. I just hope to like do more of inspiring others. That's my and, goal. You know, I'm 55 years old. I probably have about one tenth of the community that you've built, and it's overwhelming to me at 55. Right? I I can handle the haters out there. I probably better than a 22 year old, but it's still overwhelming the amount of attention that I get. You know, yeah. and I'm run you know a big sports agency so you're talking steve young troy Aikman, warren moon evander holyfield lennox lewis so i've been around world famous people with yeah. bigger communities than ours but i can't imagine you know as i watch young people like you that are so successful and popular 
how that impacts your life where you know invariably if you go out to eat someone's gonna want your picture when you're walking on the street someone's gonna try to stop you you a lot of kids can't go to college because they really can't focus because everybody wants to something from them yeah uh, have you had to deal with that type of attention and, and bleeding oh yeah for sure like I, I had to go through my motions of like knowing who's using me versus who's actually there for you know that believe in the dream that I have I've went through the the amount of hate on social media because of the things I've done like I've went through a lot of it and I've kind of like I've, I've, I guess it, it is a very tough mental battle in social media because a lot of people, when it's your livelihood, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, and, <laughs> and when when people are you know making social media their livelihood, it it kind of makes them shift their values of themselves because they place their value on the, I guess the numbers that they get too, and that that was something that I had to like really take my mind off of because it was very. You know, negative, toxic, and a lot of these influencers do that. And I think that uh, if you don't kind of have that mindset to kind of like know that that doesn't define who you are, I guess it's it's uh it, it can be very hard. Do you think you have more friends or less friends because of social media? Definitely less. Yeah. Definitely less for sure. I, it, it's weird. I told you I'm older, but I told my wife the other day, it's amazing. Like I have less friends. I know more people. I have more acquaintances. Like yeah. you, you and I will be like Gary Vaynerchuk's one of my good friends. Yeah. But he jokes around. He's like, Dave's my best friend, and I'm like, dude, you gotta get better friends. He goes, I just don't have that many, dude. <laughs> right? And so it's kind of funny. Does that ever make you feel uh, lonely though? Because I know, like at your age, it's so important to have a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, I think I went through it, and I think I'm okay with having good experiences and moments with people yeah i think that you should always like show love i think that you can you just know where where you have to draw the line because i have my good close set of family and friends very small but i know because they've been there since the beginning yeah. i can tell now you know who's who i can kind of let in more compared to who not to so you know it, it is nice to have a solid group of friends and it is nice to be able to interact with a lot of people but I mean yeah it, it is true that yeah it just naturally separates I don't know why I, I it, whether it's, it's the thing I see or, the most yeah you know and I people like you know Charlie D'Amelio Ellie Zyler Dan all these kids you know that I get to mentor a little bit I think that's the number one you know separation thing that's weird for them is like it's just difficult to have that kind of college experience or 20s experience you know that you see on tv with friends yeah You're like a whole group of people let's just all go out and do this 100%. there's always some calculated strategy involved now um mentorship i uh will tell people when they ask me why did or how did you lose all that money i'll say i didn't ask for help um today do you ask uh people for help are you looking and, and seeking people definitely it, in different professions yeah 100 percent. i think i think um whenever i have like even at these conferences like i come less for the talks and more for like the interactions i have with other you know like-minded people because yeah. like, i, I learn from them you know i i just had a talk with um the creator of a, of a really successful app pixar yeah and i, I was asking him, like so like how's your journey like you know different things because like if i'm getting into that i would want 
I want to learn from people that are in the position that I want to be in. You Beautiful. Know? So, so I've always been big on mentorship and all of that stuff. And even when I didn't have that around me, that's where podcasts came in. I would always listen to like, um, I would listen to the Gary Vee podcast. I would listen to, um, which one was it? Tom, Tom you. Yeah, loved all my his friends. podcast. Yeah. Uh, Ed Milet. Yeah, there was a lot of them that I just kind of like absorbed myself around, even if they weren't in person. Just kind of, kind of consuming that because of the internet uh, allowed me to really grow a better mindset with it all. Now you can listen to the playbook, right? Yo, 100%. <laughs> About 1,550 episodes. Pick your favorite person, including oh, man. yourself. There's plenty, that, plenty to learn from there. That's the purpose of this Napoleonic Hill type of venture for you. Uh, now I'm gonna ask one last question. Normally, like I said, I'm older, so people ask me, what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? And I always say, ask for help. Yeah. Because it's something I didn't do enough of, and it's the easiest way to get to where I want to be. As you stated, find someone who's in a situation I want to be in and ask them for help, which is why I built the playbook. I'm going to ask you the inverse question. Okay. What would you like to say to your 55-year-old self? Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> To my 55-year-old self. Yeah, what would you say to your 55-year-old self? I just hope that you stick to your your dreams and your desires and that, you know, you, you kept the right people around your life and you fought for what was important to you. That's pretty wise, man. I think this is one of your many lives, and I have recorded that, so... I'll have some great content for when you're 55. We'll do a co collab. Amazing. Uh, oh, I'll, man. I'll be like 80 or 89 <laughs> or 90, but it'll be a killer collab. Dope. Maybe we'll be meet back here in Toronto and do a special episode. Oh, man. Or hey. it'll probably be a hologram, so we won't have to travel, right? That's hilarious. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all the, up for it. Be what you can be. You only limit yourself. Make sure that you live your life like Michael Lee. You'll never overachieve your own self-image. A story of success to empower others, to empower others. The incredible Michael Lee here at Collision. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.